What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we're on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo. Today is our next review as a part of our Horror in Review series. Today I am reviewing The Grudge. Now, last year I watched a uh, the remake. I don't know when that came out, to be honest with you. Carmen, who is one of our Patreon supporters, uh, kind of told me about it. And I watched it, and I was like, I don't know. I think I still like the original, maybe. But I'm going to be honest. I started watching this movie again, and it's been something where I didn't remember much of it. So I'm curious to know if this was even a movie that I even watched a whole lot back in the day. They had a bunch of, you know, those Japanese horror remakes uh, into the American versions, right? Or the American remakes would be a better way to have said that. Like The Ring, for for example. Uh, I actually really, really like The Ring. And, in fact, I don't think I've seen the other rings. I need to watch those for this month. But The Ring was my jam, right? I, I saw it multiple times. I kind of contributed those movies to kind of tween horror. Like, a bunch of the teens, uh, you know, high school people would go watch these movies. And they would just, they would fall in love with them. they love them. And, but, to be honest with you, they're not very good movies. Except The Ring. I actually watched The Ring last year, and that's still a good movie. But going into this movie, I thought I had... I definitely have seen it before, but it's been a very, very, very long time. So it's almost like a fresh rewatch. And I gotta say, I'm I'm gonna get into it in just a minute, but I just don't think I'm a fan of of this series in general. And that's kind of where I'm gonna leave it at uh, before I jump into my general impressions of this movie. But before I jump into my review, if you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us, go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, Lindsey Humble, and Michael King. We appreciate y'all supporting us at that $20 tier each and every month. Without y'all, we would not be able to do this. So thank you so much. So let's jump into our review of The Grudge, which is, again, a part of our Horror in Review series, Part 2. Last year I did a Horror in Review series, and it basically ended with a Top 10 episode, and that's kind of how it spawned all of our genre series. But I'm doing it again this month, and except it's going to end with a Top 10 Scariest Movies of All Time. Not necessarily the best, but the scariest. So definitely eager to kind of finish this series off. I got a number of movies. I don't even think I have a top 10 yet. And I've watched a handful of scary movies. Uh, As far as the rest of the month goes, we got Halloween, the classic, coming out on Halloween. And then Patreon supporters are getting another bonus review of The Exorcist, which I have never seen before. So if you're interested in hearing my Patreon-exclusive thoughts on my first time watching The Exorcist, then go to patreon.com slash 2game. Enough of that. Let's jump into The Grudge. An American nurse living and working in Tokyo is exposed to a mysterious supernatural curse, one that locks a person in a powerful rage before claiming their life and spreading to another victim. Kind of like an STD, but that's just me. Uh, Directed by Takashi Shimizu. I'm probably saying that wrong, okay? I, I completely admit that I'm saying that wrong. Uh, He has directed The Grudge 2. He's directed The Grudge 1 and 2, the Japanese versions. And then, I mean, he's directed 
a number. Like, there are so many Japanese horror movies that he's directed, uh, but I've never heard of them before. So you can go to imdb.com and look at all those and see if any of those uh, tickle your fancy. This movie had a budget of $10 million and it grossed worldwide $187.3 million. That is a huge return on investment. Uh, that's a pretty good chunk of change for just $10 million. It stars Sarah Michelle Gellar, Jason Bear, and Clea Duval. Uh, it has a runtime of 1 hour and 31 minutes, and it was released worldwide October 22, 2004. Uh, before filming, the cast and crew went through a ceremony where they were blessed so that nothing bad would happen during filming. Uh, a little superstitious, huh? Although the house was built entirely on a soundstage, the actors and crew still had to take off their shoes to enter in a sign of respect in Japanese culture. Uh, the signature death rattle. Now, this I did not know. I just thought it was always I just always thought it was creepy. Not necessarily something that actually made sense in the movie. But the signature death rattle comes from the fact that her husband had snapped her neck but hadn't killed her. And she is trying to breathe through a broken windpipe. And when I heard that, I was like, bruh, okay. Alright, that makes sense. I just, I never thought too deeply about the death rattle. I just thought it was, it was just this thing that they created because it sounded creepy. I mean, it does. But I didn't think, there, I thought it was real superficial, the reason why they actually came up with the death rattle. But apparently not. They actually thought about it uh, uh, deeply. Shout out. The film received a 1 out of 4 rating by Roger Ebert and is on his most hated list. So definitely not a fan of this movie, apparently. And I can't blame him, to be honest with you. Jumping into my general impressions of the movie, it's... Look, the first... 20 minutes or so are slow. Do we even need that first 20 minutes? I don't think so. I'm here to get scared. I'm here for some creepy looking people in a house that sound creepy with their little death rattle. And I, that's what I'm here for, okay? I really don't care about that, all the other stuff. You could have just taken out the whole suicide jump by Bill Pullman, which how did he even get in this movie, to be honest with you? Uh... To me, just take out all that. It, it was just unnecessary. This movie could have been an hour long and been just as... It probably could have been better, actually, because I would have felt the pacing was a little bit better. But overall, I just, I just don't care for it. I'm just not a fan of the of the Grudge series. Con Conceptually, I do like what's underneath it, like the story. You know, they had this house. Someone kills someone or dies in, in rage. And that creates a curse in that house. And then whoever steps in the house basically gets cursed. And they end up dying eventually. Again, like an STD. But with curses and ghosts. So the overall story is, is there. It's good. And I don't mind it. And it actually intrigues me a little bit. Like if I read that on the back of a, of a movie. And decided if I wanted to watch it or not. I'd be like. Oh hell yeah! I'm definitely gonna watch that. That sounds that sounds dope. But we get into these movies and they're just not good. I I don't understand why they're not translating very well. Now I'm gonna be completely honest. I have never seen the Japanese versions. I'm actually gonna try to watch that before the end of the month to see. Hey, maybe the Japanese version is better. Maybe there's like translation issues there. Uh, that is just not 
translating well, I guess would be a uh, lack of a better word phrase. It's just there's just something about this that these movies that I don't like. I didn't want I didn't like the the remake because it one it seemed boring and it was just it just seemed super slow and it was acting the dialogue a whole bunch of stuff and you can pretty much just copy and paste that to this review. The acting is not good whatsoever. Sarah Michelle Gellar, who I expected to be pretty decent in this movie, was not. Like, she was definitely better and I know what you did last summer. But if we're being completely honest, does she have a lot to work with? I don't think she does because the dialogue is awful, 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 awful. Uh, I don't know if it's the worst. I don't think it's the worst dialogue I've ever heard, but it's, it's it's pretty bad, pretty bad. And I don't think Sarah Michelle Gellar has the acting chops to kind of overcome that. I think if you had like a Jamie Lee Curtis or, or someone like that, yeah, they might be able to overcome the bad the bad dialogue just because they have that gravitas and, you know, they command scenes and whatnot. Her, not so much. I mean, she's good in Buffy and she's good in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Um, off the top of my head, I don't know of any other movies that she's in that she's actually good in. Uh, she was in Cruel Intentions, which was a good movie. But overall, she's just not that great of an actress. And she can't overcome the the fact that the writing is so bad in this movie. So that's one of the first issues. Second, why on earth am I falling asleep in a horror movie? Like, I felt so bored throughout the course of this movie. And again, I think if you cut out like the first 20 or so minutes then I think this movie's all the better for it. Get the boyfriend out of there. We don't we don't care about him. There's it serves no purpose in the story. Get Bill Pullman, get that whole first scene out of there. Like all that does is set the precedent for what kind of movie you're you're watching. Oh, he just kind of killed himself. That this movie's going to get dark real quick. Yeah, well it's a horror movie, so it's supposed to get dark, right? So just take all that out. There there's no reason for that's all fluff to make it an hour and a half long to to get into theaters, right? No, just just cut all that. This could have been like a 45-minute to an hour-long movie on like the, the Sci-Fi Channel or, or AMC or, or whatever. So I, I, just, I think they could have cut a majority of this movie away and it would have been all the better for it. I, I just think there's a pacing issue uh, and the story. They just don't have any interesting characters in the story. And Sarah Michelle Gellar as the as the lead isn't interesting at all. I don't I don't care about anything that happens to her. I'm just uh just watching the movie to watch the movie. And another thing, another thing is when you're making a horror movie and you're making like like those ghost figures and whatnot, like they are in this movie, you know, the painted white and whatnot, it you you know that movie uh What We Do in the Shadows with Johnny Depp uh, and he's, you know, painted white. You can see the obvious white makeup and whatnot. That's what these people look like. Like, the makeup is so bad. And apparently that took a couple hours to put on. I don't understand it because it doesn't look good. And basically, every time they show their faces, they're all, like, bug-eyed. And it's like, okay, that's... It just it comes across as silly more than more times than not. Like, there are a couple of scenes where I was like, ooh, this is actually kind of kind of creepy like they're doing some some good horror things uh in this particular scene and they do do that a few times over the course of the entire movie 
but then they end it with like something silly. So I don't even think this movie is over overall like even scary at all. Like it doesn't feel scary. Yeah, there are horror themes throughout the movie. Obviously, it's it's curses and ghosts and people are dying and they got the the decent score and, and whatnot or a serviceable score, I should say. Uh, but for the most part, this movie is kind of lackluster. It I never felt a sense of tension. Uh, but also that has something to do with the characters because I don't care about the characters at all. So if you're gonna make a movie where the characters are not going to be, then you better knock it out of the park as far as like scariness goes, uh, the horror aspect of the movie. You better knock that out of the park because one way to really build tension is to make your audience care for the characters. And I don't care about any of these characters in here especially the boyfriend especially uh sarah michelle geller's character just i don't care about any of them i i really don't so ultimately this movie fails for me i will say death rattle is still creepy as hell like that is that is terrifying the way that sounds and the the sound design of that is truly truly great and it is the scariest thing of this entire movie but everything else just looks silly. Like the way that every, the, all the makeup and, and whatnot, the the set design, it just doesn't add anything to the horror aspect of the movie. And it, just, it ultimately just feels lackluster for me. So the first part of the movie is is not effective at all. Now the back half of the movie is a little bit better, but that's mainly because they jump into the horror aspect of the movie and they're not setting up characters or whatnot but when I say setting up characters I mean did they really even do that to begin with it's up it's up for debate but the back half of the movie is definitely better than the first half but ultimately this is not a movie that I can recommend to you this is not a movie that I would go out of my way to watch again uh I give it two stars and I'm only gonna give it I'm giving it two stars for one reason the death rattle is creepy. There are some creepy aspects in this movie. It's not scary. It's just creepy. And there are moments that I really do kind of enjoy. It kept me interested in the movie. But for the most part, I was kind of falling asleep. And I just found no interest in this movie whatsoever. So that's the reason why I give it to... If you were sitting there and talking to me, and we were discussing this movie, and you were like, ah, this movie is terrible. I'd give it like a one or a one and a half. I wouldn't argue with you. Because I would completely see your point in that. And I could not persuade you. And I would not try to. Because I completely understand why you would give it that. And personally, I think there is enough in the movie as far as like uh, horror themes go. That it does bump up to a, to a 2 for me. But it's not it's not a good movie. It's, it's really not. It, it doesn't have good dialogue. The score is not good it's 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 okay uh the acting is not good the writing is not good the overall story it's pretty good i mean i like the aspect the premise of the entire movie but they just don't capitalize on it uh completely and honestly that kind of sucks because when you look at it from the outside looking in it it seems like this could be a home run of a hit 
but for whatever reason, it just it just fell apart. So no, I do not recommend watching this movie. It's it's not worth watching as far as a horror movie goes. If you love horror movies and you're following along, then by all means go check it out. You you may like it. I'm just not a fan of the Grudge for whatever reason. This is the second Grudge movie that I've seen. I've seen the remake and I've seen this one. I haven't seen the Grudge two or any of the Japanese the original ones. So there's that. Those might be different. Those might change my opinion on it. But two movies in, I'm not a fan of it. Uh, I'm really just creeped out by the death rattle more than anything. And I don't know. I think the remake might be better than this. I'm trying to remember it off the top of my head. I'm thinking that might be better than this. But if you're just sitting there and you're you're wondering, oh, well, what can I watch this week? Don't watch this. Okay, go watch something else. Go watch a different go watch a different horror movie. There are too many good horror movies out there for you to waste an hour and a half on this one. Alright? Go watch go watch Paranormal Activity, which I haven't seen in like ten years. Uh, I'm sure that's even better than this. Go watch uh Halloween. Go watch Freddy Krueger movies. Go watch Friday the thirteenth and how terrible they are, but they're fun. Just go watch something else other than this. It's just it's not that good. And you would be better you would better serve your time with a different movie. So, there's that. Don't recommend it. Don't recommend buying it. I would never buy this movie and I wouldn't rent to to watch this movie either. So, that's my recommendation. But as far as the rest of the month goes, you're looking at one more review if you're a Patreon supporter, you're going to get an additional review again reviewing The Exorcist for Patreon supporters. Halloween comes out on Halloween. We're going to drop in two episodes that day. Halloween, the original, now the original, the classic. And then we will also be dropping our top ten scariest movies of all time. I think I got eight so far. I need at least two more. I I don't know. Uh, It's going to be one of those where it's probably like two or three movies actually are frightening. uh, Air quotes. And then the rest are just like, oh, these are scary. I mean, they're good. But we shall see. Uh, I haven't really put my list together. I just know I'm kind of throwing them all in like a big old pot. And then I'll rank them later. But as of now, I think I got eight. And I'm 16 movies into the horror in review series. Uh, Mentally, just to kind of give you all an update on my mental well-being. Last year, it's well documented that I started at the end of the month. I started having, like, not hallucinations, but I started being very, very skittish. Uh, things were freaking me out, and I was seeing things and stuff like that. I'm getting a little skittish. not not Nothing too terrible, but I am a little skittish. Uh, I'm hearing things in the house and, and whatnot that nobody else hears. Uh, so, getting to that point. I'm hoping that it's just me being a big old baby. That's what I'm gonna, That's what I'm going to toss it up to. But there's my update on my mental well-being. Uh, hope it just stops right there and it doesn't get any worse. Last year, it was crazy how horror movies really affected my my well-being at the end of that month after watching almost 30 movies. So halfway through it at this point. But y'all let me know what you think about The Grudge. Am I right? Am I wrong? Is this the best uh, American remake of a Japanese horror movie? Is it the worst? Uh, Let me know your thoughts on Facebook or jump into our Patreon. You can leave a comment on the post there. Uh, But otherwise, I will catch you all next time on another review.